Andre Segovia Show. Welcome one and welcome all to the Andre Segovia Show. I am yours truly, Andre Segovia, the honest broker. I have done everything that I could during this period of lockdown to give you the most pertinent information as quickly and as briefly as possible because some of this stuff is just so convoluted. You got to cut through the nonsense to finally get to the point of of these things. But there have been a lot of news and I covered a lot of that. And then there's been lesser news as we got into the lockdown and things actually settled down. So as of this episode, there are some places throughout the country that have reopened. And for those of us here in California, there are different spots that have reopened uh, to get the economy going again. But not everybody's out of the woods yet. For example, Los Angeles is still on lockdown until May 15th. San Francisco recently extended it all the way to the end of May and even closed the streets. Um, but we'll, we're going to gradually see some things rolling out. I know one county um, is taking their chances. They're a lot smaller, but they're also going to be opening up uh, completely. But of course, they'll be taking their uh, safety measures in place to well adapt to the new normal so that's been that uh, and because of that of course the questions are uh, that I keep getting is, is it right is it the right time to sell right now um, is it proper for me to uh, consider a refinance you know it's it, there's a lot of different things uh, that people ask and all I can say is do what is best for you and what you are capable of doing so if you are looking into getting into real estate whether you're buying or selling or trading then yes you can consult with me and I'm, and thank you for those that have reached out to consult with me about this uh, it's free of charge to you but of course if you adopt my services then we can negotiate that but until then um, I do I do see that in the world of real estate uh, things continue changing the dynamics uh, there's new rules being put in place I was actually in two meetings last week with my association because of how much new laws have come into place because of the lockdown because of the current crisis and what and how the industry is shifting forcefully shifting I might add because of the current crisis doesn't really affect me in that sense because I've always been one on the cutting edge of technology I've always said that technology is finally catching up to me but there's a lot of people in our industry that are like fossils they just just would not adapt and some of them i don't know how they're going to survive this new change in lifestyle because believe me when i was teaching tech 101 in my in, in one of my offices early on in my broker career um i was doing a tech 101 class and the first class i did was about um ios or apple the first question i got was what is a smartphone Holy smokes, man! That's like asking what what's a what's this thing that I move around next to my keyboard on a computer? It's a mouse, folks. It's a mouse. But anyway, the point is that there's been some people that have had a hard time adapting. I'm not one of those. And honestly, it's about time people get with the times because as for my employees in my office, uh, I deployed Microsoft Teams last year and nobody wanted to use it. This thing happens like, oh, how do I use it? Well, that's why you should have paid attention to the presentation when I gave it to you. So it's a, it's been a, it's been a learning curve there for some, but uh, they've, they've learned to adapt. So that's that. But anyway, um, thank you so much for uh, t- continuing to tuning into the program. I try to keep you informed as much as I can of things that affect you, especially your finances, and particularly here in California and the local areas. So I will continue to give updates as quickly as possible uh, when they're as pertinent from 
all the other news that's coming out there because I know a lot of negative news is always out there that uh, it gets more play than the good news. Uh, that's what saddens me because they'll be giving more uh, negative stuff about landlords, but they'll never talk about some positives of the landlords. So that's why I try to keep a balanced perspective here because I try to service everybody. Um, and I don't try. I do. I do service everyone from those that don't own property to those that do own property to those that live off property. So of anyone in between, I've serviced them all. So I want to thank you so much for um, letting me be that voice of reason or also that person that gives you some real estate digest and financial information that you can count on. But being that this is the first episode of a new month, roll the jingle. That jingle can only mean one thing. It's time for the news roundup. Uh, being that this is the news roundup, though, it's a little different because the lockdown, news, news roundup, lockdown edition, whatever you want to call it, it's it's, it's different, folks. Um, there, It's more like what are the stories you missed the past month because stories about real estate have been all over the place and in some cases uh, relegated to several sections. Um there are things that are happening throughout the country that that is having a domino effect. Uh, I did report in a previous episode that in the, in the month of April, one third of the rents were not collected, but that was only the beginning of April. We don't yet have the figures as to how the rest of April played out because not everybody pays on the 1st. Some pay on the 15th, some pay at the end of the month or at the beginning of the month. So we're going to see ultimately what that is um, in the next coming days probably. But the thing is that some states have reopened, and that means some people are going to be going back to work or have gone back to work or unfortunately have not been able to reopen because there is no work to come back to because their businesses were destroyed by the lockdown measures in preparation or to try to reduce the effects of the uh, COVID-19. In all this, the we are not going to know the true extent of what effect is going to have on real estate as a whole into all this is all played out. So history will tell us what's happened. What was it right? Was it wrong? That's a debate for some other time. We do not yet have the data. But what I can speak to is more along the local lines of what's been going on, because Properties that are occupied have been the hardest ones to try to market, especially when trying to comply with the um, social distancing requirements and also just generally that some people are just not comfortable going to places that are occupied and some people that have properties uh, where they're living and don't really exactly want people coming by because you never know. And that's understandable entirely, not pushing one way or another. That's kind of one of the reasons why I discourage some sellers from doing what they're going to do and just hold off until all this played out. But when it comes to properties that are vacant, it's been a different story entirely. When I got to tell you that uh, a property that uh, that on the construction site, we wrapped up construction the next day just a cascade of phone calls for that property were just happening like wow that means people are really interested in buying and that just goes to show you that those that have the means and the ability to do so are doing so one of the big stories that was missed out was a wall street journal article um or it, it, well yeah it's an article where um these people from south america went to new york of all places to buy up million dollar apartment buildings and when asked why would you 
even consider doing that well because real estate is the most sure income that we can secure so they were not investing in stocks they were not investing in precious metals they were investing in real estate and i've said this repeatedly before that yeah you might take a hit on real estate you're not gonna lose it unless you do lose it you're not gonna lose it like you would on stocks where money can you can have the money in the morning and have it all vanished by the end of the day that this is not the stock market this is real estate something tangible that you can do something with a whole story entirely precious metals you can't touch the same thing you know um i i've never been one to to consider uh um investing everything in precious metals i do agree in diversifying uh, it's just precious metals haven't really been a thing for me. Other people swear on digital currency and they've gone that route. But just like stock markets, that's just way more volatile just to see it all play out. So I, I can't speak to any of that. What I can tell you is that real estate investment has been the most sure thing. And even in this whole COVID-19 global pandemic, people are going out to buy real estate while they can. Opportunists have come out to buy properties. Now, are they enough to keep the real estate market afloat here in the United States. Again, we do not know. What I can speak to is that in Los Angeles, for example, we have half of Angelinos unemployed. So how many of those were in the market that are no longer in the market and can perhaps not go back to the market for years on end because they have to somehow rebuild what they've lost? Those companies that have been shuttered and lost their entire life savings that were planning to expand, when is that going to happen? Because rent, uh, rents for April, we do not have yet the entire figures because April just wrapped up as to how much in its entirety has been collected. Because at the beginning of April, um, one third of the rents that were due on the first were collect or not collected. So if one third were not collected, and to some extent, this also came out where one third of the mortgages were not even paid in that time. It's a scary thought when you think about the effects that this entirely would have on a whole to the economy because those domino effects are still being felt i've been warning on my instagram about like yo consider getting supplements to replace some meals because you might want to freeze some of your meats and uh, other proteins because there's going to be a hit on the supply lines and sure enough it's happening now i'm not going to talk about the supply lines in that sense because i'm talking about real estate but the point is the same that you want to be prepared for such things not react too late so when it comes to planning for your yourself i've said real estate is the best sure thing to do so because you got to do something for yourself and insurance isn't it insurance you better hope that insurance company is still around when the time comes for you you know but real estate it's tangible it's there and people will always need a roof over their heads this is an interesting article from Forbes that I will highlight because there's been a lot of crazy things. And even among all this, it, it, look, the articles are all over the place. I'm not going to be going over everything because news changed on an hourly basis, especially at the national level. But this is the big one from Forbes that uh, I've been kind of uh, hinting towards. Why now might be the perfect time to acquire real estate? The pandemic is acting as a catalyst to the real estate market downturn. However, the underpinnings have been present for years. While no one can truly predict market cycles, historically speaking, roughly every 10 years, we head into a recession phase. It's now been over 12 years since the Great Recession, which lasted a staggering eight months. 
which was caused by a subprime mortgage crisis. Banks building these mortgages, mortgages, bundling the mortgages together and selling them off as mortgage-backed securities. This, however, is different. Talking about the pandemic right now, it's truly unlike anything many of us or perhaps the world has ever seen. The casual factor has not is not related to our real estate system or gross negligence as it relates to big banks, as I've been saying. Looking back to the Great Recession, it was more than a year into the collapse of the big banks. Similarly, with the Great Recession, it took over two years to see roughly 50% of the stock market wiped out. In this instance, a severe impact on the stock market took less than one month, which was truly unprecedented. Beyond the, beyond the fact that the stock market sell-off is the highest any of us will ever like to see in our lifetimes, home sellers are pulling out of the market at increasing rates as well. It's important to note that there isn't always a correlation between a recession and a housing crisis. Even though many of us who have lived through the previous Great Recession assume so. When the market has low inventory, combined with low interest rates, it still seems a highly competitive market, which should keep prices relatively stable once the threat of the virus passes. The flip side to this is that lenders are financially strained by waiving mortgage payments, and this could translate to fewer loans being made to prospective home buyers in the future, which could send prices lower. Regardless, instead of fearing this market or what may transpire in the near future, I recommend using this time to acquire property. Mortgage rates are unbelievably low, and in the short term, there will certainly be deals in your local market. This is from uh, Brian H. Robb. He's making recommendations. He works for the Forge Real Estate Council. is an invitation-only community for executives in the real estate industry. And I actually know someone that sits on that council. He, and he has a, 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 pro, a property management firm here in Los Angeles. Um, I'll see if I can get him onto the show to see how he's been experiencing the lockdown in Los Angeles and what they've been doing to get by. But anyway, that's a story for another time. The thing is, over here, uh, the, the point that he's making is true. And I've been saying it and harping on it on my show. But some people think that, well, Andres, I'm a, you're a real estate broker. Of course, you're going to say go, go out to buy real estate. I've been saying to diversify your things. I've been trying to prepare you to acquire property. And if you don't have the means to do so, I can point you in the right direction so you can prepare. Because I'm trying to help you get there. I'm not saying, oh yeah, you better go buy and you don't qualify. If you don't qualify, you can't buy. Some are going to go tell you, yeah, you, you just don't qualify. I'm giving you another avenue to prepare to buy. I've consulted many buyers that want to buy that just couldn't buy. And it's taking time for them to build and things to get to where they are, but at least they have information they didn't have before. So I tell you, if you can, if you're able to, this isn't about like, oh yeah, Andres, you want a commission during this time. Like, look, I'm telling you that what's best for you is to you to look after yourself. And even if you don't go through me to acquire your property, I'm still encouraging you to support your local economy and whether it's someone you know even to help them help you as well. And you are helping one another in the process because we're in this thing together. So I don't I don't want you to think that this is just someone that of course is just going to be pounding the positive news about real estate. I've been telling you the negative news about real estate. I've been covering the negative ramifications of between the homeowner and tenant relationships that are just decaying here in California. I hate to see it. I don't like hearing the stories of homeowners that uh, um, or, or or landlords that are trying to trade um, tenants sexual favors and in, in, in trade for rent because they can't pay the rent. That's absolutely disgusting, you know. And it's gonna give bad names to every single landlord because uh, the media just wants to prop up the negative news. But when I get to you and tell you that real estate, the best investment you can make for your life, is because it's it's time proven and tried because it's been 
all time since private property has been allowed to be purchased in all history, even before the United States came around. So if it's been time proven after everything that's happened in history, why not now? Why not now? If the rich are doing it, if those that have the means and ability to do so are doing it, what are you missing out on? Now, if you've been furloughed, or if you've been, if you've had reduced hours, or unemployed altogether, of course, this does not apply to you. But what it does mean for you is that you can prepare for the future. Don't lose out hope now. We are all in this together. There's mechanisms in place, and there are avenues that I'm trying to port, put throughout all my social media for you to try to be able to get something to help sustain you through this crisis that we've never seen before. And my hope and prayer is that you come out of this on the other side to be able to rebuild. It's going to be a long, hard road. But when the, the time comes for you to be able to make a move, you're going to remember this and know that, hey, I can be better situated in the future for something like this. Because we learn from trauma. So this trauma will hopefully be a stepping stone to learn all the way from the personal level to the government level because everybody has to learn. There's been a lot of learning going on this past time, which is why, again, the news has been just all over the place with all these articles. There's been a uh, chase. Uh, uh, they stopped doing HELOC loans. So if you, I know some people that were doing HELOC loans uh, that are no longer doing them, and some got it just before everything went to hell in a handbasket. So that's something that, that's good that people have done that. There's also uh, there's also the negative side of things where saying you if you're thinking about buying a house or selling a home, there's a dark cloud looming over the spring real estate market. Well, yeah, because, again, we do not know what what we do not know. And with people planning or have already gone on the rent strike and are demanding that the rent gets waived, what then is it going to mean when it all falls out? What's going to mean for the local economies once those once restrictions are lifted and those landlords go out to collect the rent and have the people still refuse so or demand to say, look, I'm going to start paying your rent from now, but I'm not going to pay you the back rent? Well, that's not what was being said, not even in the, in the heavily rent-restricted area. The worst rent control that we have in California, I mean, in the country, is here in California. And even they know, yo, you still owe the rent. If they're telling the tenants still, you still owe the rent, what then does it mean when the tenants don't want to pay it back? This is going to be a fight that's going to keep on going because this is going to land in the eviction courts. There is nothing for free. So we do not yet know the entire extension of what's going on. And I know it seems like uh, this news roundup segment, it's, it's a little bit all over the place because that's exactly what it has been. Um, if you follow any of the news, there's been tenant groups that have been set to uh, go on strike. So as of this recording, the strike should have taken place, but I don't know what effect it's going to have for another few days because... I don't know what mechanisms are in place on, the, on different levels besides Los Angeles of what can happen. Are these people going to end up on the street? Are, are the lockdowns still in place? What's going on? And I mentioned that uh, Chase stopped accepting HELOC applications. So what's that going to mean? Because banks are temporarily pausing on home um, equity lines of credit. I know some people that pulled equity lines of credit or pulled from their equity lines of credit just in the early days of the lockdown. But a lot of these banks have already frozen the assets in place. So you cannot do what is called a bank run um, because of the situation. So it's it's a really crazy time. uh, But I just point to that Forbes article, which is one of the one of the best articles and summaries of what I've been preaching here for about a month and a half as to what to take away from all this, that if you are able and 
can acquire property. That's the best move you can make even during this crazy time. And it helps so many people involved in that industry because you're buying up a property. If you missed out on my other episodes, I recommend you go check out my interview with Matt from Summit Lending talking about mortgage forbearance. I recommend that you listen to my article, um, my episode in uh, rebuffing the Forbes article regarding what it means to um, this housing bubble 2.0 that I discredit entirely. So when you look at the scheme of things, how many people get employed just by a single move of one single family home? Imagine what it can do for an economy when many people are making that same move. A lot of people get employed for a long period of time and it benefits a lot of people. So keep that in mind when you decide to get a home for yourself. And that's the way the news goes, folks. Uh, honestly, the news is all over the place. So I, I could have made an entire episode just about how you can, uh, the practical benefits of buying a home. Uh, but that sounds familiar. I actually did do an episode about that. So I recommend you check that out where I kind of expand on the whole thing that the Forbes article was mentioning. So again, check that out. I do want to, uh, to make mention that... Um, that considering everything that's gone down, I have, because I'm part of the essential workforce, I have been working and working longer hours. And I do hope that uh, common sense measures are put in place to be able to do the, the reopening to get more of you out there back to work as well, because it's part of having, it's a part of your life. You have to eventually go back out there. You cannot depend on others to look after you. You'd rather have the power in your hands to be able to control things for yourself because you will know instead of always being anxiously, anxiously waiting to see if that support check will be arriving or did they get lost in the mail or did the, or did the postal workers go on strike that you you can't receive your mail. You know, anything can happen. And, and those in times of uncertainty, you want to be able to take care of yourself. So I have spoken about preparedness. I have spoken about the practical benefits of home, home ownership um, in a previous episode, which I kind of touched upon again because retreading some ground with some of these articles that have been going around. But in, in the in the spirit of all that and all the news that's going on, um, I, what I'm getting at is that I, I hope and wish the best for you, for all of you, those that have been affected, those have, that have been unaffected to the extent that others. Look, we all been affected some way, somehow our way of life has changed because of this whole um, lockdown. But I truly hope and pray that everything is well with you, that you're healthy. And I do thank you for listening to my show. And if you're a regular listener, even better. Thank you so much. I really appreciate your daily support and listening to my program. I do hope you're able to share this with others that you think will benefit from listening to my show. Um, I don't just do this. I have other programs that are available at my website, www.theandresagover.com, where I do off the record, where I talk about other things that I, I otherwise wouldn't talk about on the main show because the big tech will censor me. And not just that, I also have... Other other programming that I enjoy doing. So I just talked about movies, TV, maybe sometimes even video games. But probably my most favorite part is just sharing with you my favorite soundtracks. So by all means, please go check out the programs that are available for now because uh, they're not behind a paywall or anything of the sort. They're not. You don't have to register to listen to them. They're available exclusively on my website during this time of lockdown. Eventually, the wall's going to go back up. But um, if you like what I do, by all means, please go support what I do. I also do tech stuff on YouTube. So by all means, also go check that out and follow me there. And behind the scenes stuff and motivational or demotivational stuff, um, you can check out what I do on Instagram. So I do do different set of things all around other places. But uh, normally the hub of everything is the website and also my Facebook page. And that's it for this episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. As always, I'll see you on the next one. <laughs>